This is your NFL Insider Report on the Zone Sports Network. Now, joining the big show from Locked On NFL, Matt Williamson on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. All right, it's time to talk some NFL football with our NFL insider out to the zone phone we go. He's our good friend Matt Williamson with us here on the big show. Hi, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Going well. Are you looking forward to a Wednesday matinee game tomorrow? I just want it to be over with, uh, to be very honest with you. I mean, I'm in Pittsburgh. I indirectly work for the Steelers, hosting a radio show for them every day. And it's been a little frustrating, not just from a Steelers perspective, but you know, the constant rescheduling, who's going to play, who's not. I just want it to be over and move on with the season. It's making me crazy. Matt, has, has this, the whole COVID thing, beyond the uh, the safety issues and all that, just the inconveniences of it as far as scheduling and play, has it just worn you thin? Are you ready to get this season over with, or has it not been that bad for you? Um, it's a good question because – all the uncertainty and who's playing and watching that Denver game this past week without quarterback on the field. I mean, yeah. it, it it was hard. I mean, to be honest with you, it's unlike any NFL season and all the Tuesday and now Wednesday games and whatnot, but I never wanted this to be over. I mean, I sure like the season when it's going more than the off season. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, one more COVID-related issue, Matt, and then I promise we will talk some on-the-field stuff. But okay. uh, do you buy into that, or, or what do you think about them basically making Denver play on Sunday in the situation that you alluded to with the third quarterback? But that Baltimore team, they did everything they could, kick the can down the road so that they would be at more full strength. Is this uh, them um, uh, protecting one of their contenders and not another one who's out of it? It seemed like a double standard to me, and I I don't want that to sound from a Pittsburgh homer standpoint because, trust me, everyone here in my home city thinks it's, boy, Roger Goodell's favoring the the Ravens because he's good buddies with Bashadi, and they they don't care about Denver. It should be equal for everyone, and they hate the Steelers. I mean, all, all kinds of nonsense, and because it's the hated Ravens, Pittsburgh fans are losing their mind even more. They have one more reason to dislike Baltimore. But I do feel like it's a little inconsistent. Uh, I thought going into this week and then proven by that Denver debacle that the show's going on. You know, this is when the game's going to be played. You're going to put dress people unless you think that there's a chance you're going to, um, you know, get the other team sick, really. Uh, if, we, if we think that you guys are not contagious or going to spread it to the opposite team, we're playing no matter what. And it seemed like this last postponement from Tuesday to Wednesday wasn't consistent with that. And it was more, okay, we'll give you a practice. Well, no one should care about practices and if you have a quarterback and all those things, in my opinion, right now. Matt, can the Jets do it? Can they have the perfect winless season to land themselves Trevor Lawrence? I think they got a great chance. <laughs> I mean, it, it's lost a little bit that, a couple of these, quote, bad teams are starting to get a little better and go from awful to just very bad. And I think the Jets are one of those where they've been a little bit better. But, man, I absolutely think they will go 0-16. I think the Jaguars will go 1-15 with a 15-game losing streak. I don't think Cincinnati's going to win another game. I'm not sure Detroit will win another game. 
Matt Williamson with us here, uh, talking a little NFL football on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There's been a little buzz uh, about how Tom Brady doesn't like Bruce Arians' offense. Are you buying into that? Yes, I, I very much am. And when he signed there, I wrote an extensive article saying, okay, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent here, but one of these two has to budge. Either Brady's got to say, okay, I'm all in on the Arian system and I'll learn what you guys do. Or Arians needs to say, we're going to teach everybody else here the Patriot way. And that would have been the better situation because Brady's not really equipped for a lot of long developing plays, high degree difficulty throws. I mean, not throwing to the backs a lot. That What he did fit his skill set so extremely well in New England that if you're going to bring Brady in, you need to cater to him, not the other way around. And I don't think they have. You know, I mean, Arian's career is Big Ben and Carson Palmer and Andrew Luck and all these big strapping pocket passers that have big arms and can handle a lot of um, a lot of pressure and a lot of hits. Because in this system, you get hit a lot. They don't max protect very often. And Brady certainly is not equipped to do that. And you're kind of neutralizing his mind and his quick thinking ability a little too much too. So uh, they're fortunate in my opinion to have this extremely late bye week. They're off this week. I would hope that they can all get together and be like, we need to compromise and change what we're doing on offense. Matt, you're centered there in Pittsburgh. You got the Steelers at 10 and 0, you have the Chiefs at 10 and 1. And then you have the Saints at 9-2. and two. Will two of those three teams be in the Super Bowl, do you think? Or is there another team out there that is a real threat? I really think it'll be the Steelers or Chiefs in the AFC. I think they're the best two teams in the league. Um, I think Kansas City's the better of the two, just to prove I'm not a total Steelers homer. But neither one's played a really difficult schedule. But they're both really impressive organizations and playing at a high level. I would say that the Saints are my bet to represent the NFC. But right now, it's hard to see that, even though they keep winning week after week, just because I don't think Taysom Hill's an NFL quarterback. You know, like, they got to play Denver, who didn't have a quarterback this past week, and just treat Taysom Hill. Watching that game was like leather helmets in the 1940s. You know, I mean, there was two <laughs> quarterbacks that can't throw, They're just trying to manufacture offense any way they can. So I'm thinking, you know, that Breeze comes back by the playoffs and the Saints look like the best team in the NFC, which I think they're highly capable of doing. But I think this quarterback situation until then makes it a little rocky. And, oh, by the way, Breeze is not a young man and had 11 broken ribs. You know, like, I don't think you recover from that overnight. So I had a big-time hot take on, uh, I guess it was yesterday, that uh, Derrick Henry was the best running back in the league. And as uh, Austin and Gordon were ridiculing me for going out on such a limb, we started to talk about if it's even close. I mean, is, is, it, is that even a close race in the NFL right now? That's a really good conversation because some of the top guys we haven't got to see. You know, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke's kind of a shell of what he was. I think Kamara is absolutely in that conversation, but it's almost like Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry don't even play the same position. You know, one is a, a weapon. One's an old school. I mentioned the 1940s. Derrick Henry was a 1940s running back. 
Um, I don't disagree with you. He's a force of nature that takes over games. And even if he doesn't offer a lot in the passing game, nobody wants to play against him. But I'm going to throw out one other name because I think Nick Chubb is similar. You know, he doesn't look as imposing as Henry, but in terms of just handing the ball off in an old-school manner 20, 25 times a game, those two are pretty darn close for me as just great running backs. All right, make sure you check out the Peacock and Williamson podcasts. Uh, He is our friend Matt Williamson with us here on The Big Show. Matt, thank you very much. Absolutely. Much appreciated. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Matt. Matt Williamson, our good friend, coming on, giving us a little uh, a breakdown uh, of what's going on in the NFL right now. You know, Jake, uh, I really like Matt's opinions. Every once in a while I'll, I'll disagree with him, but uh, I think he's pretty on it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I absolutely do, and he's obviously uh, very much involved. Uh, he, he said right there, Gordon, uh, that uh, he does not believe Taysom Hill is an NFL quarterback. And week one, it went okay, but uh, last week against the Broncos. And, and granted, they were playing, it was a weird game because the Broncos were never going to score, so it's not like they were ever going to trail. But he was only 9 of 16 for 78 yards and one interception. Yeah, yeah. I I just think that the NFL defenses uh, and defensive coordinators and whatnot, they're, they're pretty darn smart, and they're going to figure it out. Now, I, I like Taysom Hill as an athlete. I think he is a fine athlete, and uh, I just don't think he has the accuracy necessary for uh, to be successful in the NFL. Uh, the Saints like to throw a lot of those short passes, and so you wonder, okay, how, how accurate do you have to be? Um, but I, I just, uh, I think they should use him the way they have so effectively in the past when Drew Brees is healthy. Um, but that's just my opinion. That's what I believe. Uh, he did have a nice week in week one, but I just don't think it's going to work. Uh, are you still the same opinion? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I don't think he's the replacement for Drew Brees. I, I'm glad he's getting a bite at the apple. I'm glad yeah. he's getting a chance. I mean, I think he's certainly you know, poured in a lot of effort and done whatever that coaching staff has asked him to do, including being a baller special teams player and being a fullback and a tight end and a zillion other things. I mean, I'm glad he's getting an opportunity. I just think the same issues he had throwing the ball at BYU still exist in the NFL. And and it's not arm strength, by the way. Yes, it's it's not. It's accuracy. And and can you make the throws? And the, the touch throws were always tough for him. Yeah. Remember that at BYU, those, those I remember Riley Jensen coming on and talking about it quite a bit. You know, it wasn't the the uh, can you make the 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 throw the out throw right where you mm-hmm. you put it on a string and zing it. It was the can you drop it over the linebacker? Can you drop it in the middle of a zone? Can you have that kind of accuracy? And I that that's really hard to learn. Yeah, I I agree with you. You and I are. One opinion on this, uh, but but I, I it's nice to see that Taysom Hill has found a place for himself in the NFL doing what he does well. Uh, but what, what happens is then now everyone gets in arguments over fantasy football, whether he's a tight end or whether he's a quarterback or what is he, what should he qualify for? <laughs> he can kind of do a little bit of everything, but is he an every-down quarterback over the long haul in the NFL? Uh, I know BYU fans want to believe that he is, but uh, don't think so. And I will say I'm wrong if I'm proven to be wrong, uh, but I don't think you and I are. 
The other uh, one I wanted to bring up with you, because especially you just uh, your your um, undying love for Tom Brady. Uh, there's <laughs> there's some reports out there that are saying Tom doesn't like the offense. He and Bruce Arians are clashing. And I, I thought of something Tom uh, said when he was going to the Buccaneers, how he's excited to play for Bruce Arians, because in his entire career, even going back to high school, he never played for an offensive head coach. Uh-huh. And what's interesting about him bumping heads with Arians now is be careful what you wish for, right? Because right. if you play for a defensive guy, he's probably not going to meddle a whole lot. You know, probably get a coach that'll work with you, you know. And you go down, you play for an offensive head coach who has things that he likes done his way. You know, you're probably going to be like, wait, you're not just going to tell me to go out there and play my game? You're going to make me throw a bunch of deep balls? That's not what I do. But then Bruce Arians goes, well, I call deep balls. That's what I do. So, you you know, be careful what you wish for, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. And I I, I don't know how this is going (laughs) to – how this is going to get fixed, you know, but uh, I because th- I mean he's the head coach, right? I know you're the goat, but he's the head coach. You mind if I read you something? Uh, does it have to do with the current conversation, or are we yes. jump jump shifting? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read you this, okay? All right. Old catfish in the lake, we called him Big Jim. When I was a kid, my only wish was to get my line in him. Skipped church one Sunday, rode out and throwed in my line. Jim took that hook pole and me right over the side. Went drifting down past old tires and rusty cans of beer. The angel of the lake whispered in my ear, Before you choose your wish, son, you better think first. That doesn't rhyme. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and then after that, with every wish, comes a curse. Ah. All I have to my response to that is peyote's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> what What does Dane White, Dana White say? <laughs> yeah, careful, careful, Gordon. Cocaine's expensive. Okay, wait a second here. No, no, no. We don't need more. No, we don't need more. Easy shell, Silverstein. I fell in love. I fell in love with beautiful Doreen. She was the prettiest thing this old town ever seen. I courted her and I made her mine, but I grew jealous whenever another man come walking down the line, and my jealousy made me treat her hard and cruel. She sighed, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. You're such a fool. Don't you know, before you choose your wish, you'd better think first. Because with every wish, there comes a curse. Thank you, Bruce. Cocaine isn't cheap. (laughs) I love that song. Don't you think it fits perfectly with what we're talking about here? There's another verse. You want it? Nope. Nope. Not one bit. Because we do have some show comma business to deal with here. Because you know what? we Austin and I came up with a really good thing for you to say for incriminating audio, and you refused to do it. Yeah, I don't usually refuse, but I got tired of that one. But so. that's against the rules. kind of cheating. You can't refuse. Watch me. Wow. <laughs> a man of not his word. And, and, and this is the thing. We're not even asking you to say anything like, Controversial, or that would uh, imply anything really negatively yeah, about you. You're uh, not whatsoever. admitting to murder. But, yeah. but see, that's why you're picking it because you know that I I don't want to say it, and so I know it's not really that incriminating. It's not that big a deal. But guys, look, you said this one. Every, Ace's pet name for me is. <laughs> <Paula>. Yeah. 
What can be worse than right. that? No, and, I, you I mean, and you play that one more than any all the others combined. And that's the point of this, that we're going to say something that we don't want to say. That's I why know, it's but so it, painful. It's not, it, but it's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's just stupid. It's funny. I think Greg Ostertag should be in the NBA Hall of Fame. It's funny. It's funny to you, but it's not It's not entertaining. Come I love L.A. <laughs> Come up with something entertaining. Parking stall I, lines are merely suggestions. You know, I didn't say that one very well. It's, uh, I'm a little I disappointed. Thought, I thought no. that one was perfect. All uh, we want Gordon to say, can I bring it up? You don't have to say it. Can I say what we want you to say? No, I just uh, no. Let, let's talk about it off the air. I, no, I just, because you should do this. This, this. No. I can't believe this is where you're drawing the line. Well, see, here's the thing. I mean, I do so many things where I'm the brunt of the joke. Every once in a while, I make a little request, not because it's just overly embarrassing or it's uh, overly incriminating, anything like that. I just don't feel like saying that. But that's the point. I said I pierced my nipples. <laughs> you said it four different times. I said it six times. That's the, six. That's the point of the whole exercise is that you I don't have pierced nipples. Hi, guys. I got pierced nipples. Hey, guys. What? I got pierced nipples. Hey, guys. I got pierced nipples. Uh, pierced nipples. I'm sure Austin didn't want to talk about his pierced nipples. <laughs> I, I got a question. What's a pierced nipple? A what? I'll draw you a picture. <laughs> In the middle there, he says, I got, I got pierced nipples. Let's bring on a lemma. Uh, he's here on behalf of TryDayTrading.com, and we'll talk to him about that. But he also, of course, is a member of the show on Friday as part of Football yes. Friday. Uh, Alemi, you know about our incriminating audio bets, right, where if you lose the bet, you have to record you saying something that you don't want to say? Yeah. Gordon, yes. Gordon is refusing to, to say what we want him to say, and it's not even that bad. It's not. It's not bad at all. But what do, what do you think about that? Is that the definition of welching? Um, yeah, I mean, if you commit to do something and, you know, it, you know, that's what gentlemen that defines our gentlemanhood, right? That's our fraternity yes. right there. Thank you, Alema. Thank you. And and if it were something really, really bad, we, yeah. I would understand. Yeah, this I, is, this is just mere confirming a rumor about Gordon for quite some time. It's just oh, not true. That's not, that we, sounds that, like, like clickbait right there. Yeah, what, we, not, what we knew all along about... <laughs> Yeah, Gordon Monson. Yeah, uh, and then, then I've, I'll click. I'd click on that. Right. It was it was it was true like twice, and then <laughs> and then so I mean, and it's from like twenty five years ago, you know. So I don't know. So anyway. that kind of makes it true, though, right? <laughs> Great point, Alema. Yeah. Great point. Alema, if I, I brought up something, say, you know, I never do that except for that that time that I I did did it. And so, so you never did it except for the time that you did it. So that's just like, <laughs> that makes no sense to me. I couldn't agree more. Alema, I want to pick out something you did 25 years ago. Alema, <laughs> uh, no. thank you. You've been very helpful. That's so nice of you to help out. I, I knew I could count on you. Yeah. And uh, well, Let me help out in, in this regard yes. because I, I know that, that – you know, we're still dealing with uh, the, the pandemic, and one of the, the the best things that has happened for me during this time down and the chance to slow down, we're getting ready to start up again here in, in just about, what, 11 days from now with the Utah Jazz. But this has really given me an opportunity to, to delve into um, my work that I do with TridayTrading.com and really explore 
the programs that are available. And it all starts with this. It all starts with, you know, having that question, can this work for me? And the beauty of what the tri-dating, uh, tri- tri-day trading program is, is what we have the $10 um, uh, 30-day trial and you can try it out, and and you can find out if it's if it's a right fit for you. It's not going to be a right fit for everybody, but it's going to be a right fit for a lot of people out there that probably are wondering whether or not they can do it. So you jump into it, you jump jump on the webinars, you get more information. It's just ten dollars, and here's the cool thing, and this is another reason why I love my guys at Triday Trading, is because right now that ten dollar. Um, tr- trial that ten dollars is going to go to sub for santa so i mean it's kind of a win-win you get a chance to 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 try it out for yourself you can even give that as a gift you know the 30-day trial you give it as a gift to someone so there's a lot of things that can be done with it and it all starts with just that question a lot of people have it that are listening right now uh, beyond you know that thing about gordon monson they have questions about tri-day trading and whether or not it's for them and this is the way that you find out. So please do that. Go to TridayTrading.com, get more information. $10 for a 30-day trial. You can't beat that. TridayTrading.com. Thanks, Alema. Okay. See you, buddy. <laughs> That's our friend Alema Arrington for TridayTrading.com. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This one goes out to Bob. So this is Twisted uh, Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it, but it's Come All Ye Faithful. That's right. And we'll never sing it or hear it again, either of these songs. Because now when I'm in church, you know, Come Ye All Ye Faithful comes on. I'm going to We're not going to take it. (laughs) (laughs) Joyful and triumphant. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Is, Is that just proof that really when these artists just do Christmas songs, it's just a cash grab? Like, like I'm just going to put out a, a Christmas. It's kind of like tri-day trading. It's like I'm going to try to make some extra money on the side, so I'm going to hammer out. I'm going to hammer out a Christmas album. But I'm going to let. Sometimes, sometimes those things really turn into big, big sellers. But sure. see, that's the point. It's yeah. exactly like tri-day trading because Twisted Sister let someone come up with the proprietary software for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come all ye faithful right. lyrics. But then just applied it to their own trade, yeah. like you do with Triday Trading. That ma- that makes sense. But but see, here's here's the hypocrisy of it, right? I mean, Twisted Sister and that song, we're not going to take it. It's supposed to be like anti-establishment, like counterculture, and, and I don't know if that screams Christmas to me. And to just take certainly, that song and carbon co- like just put in the lyrics to a Christmas song, just feels almost lazy. Certainly okay. doesn't uh, doesn't coincide with "Oh, come all ye faithful." Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. But how do we know? Maybe that's uh, what the Savior's re- re- reaction was when they gave him frankincense. Maybe he did say, "I don't want that." Okay, we're not going to take it. 
anymore. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Have you ever smelled frankincense? No. Sounds like Frankenstein. Who wants to smell like that? This Bible Hour brought to you by Austin Orton. <laughs> but it's just, you know, you, 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 use, you use a vibe to sell records. Uh-huh. You know, like, hey, we're Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. We're, we're, we're fighting against the man. And then later in their career, they're like, hey, uh, uh, you should do a Christmas thing and make a bag of money. I gotta, oh, that I, sounds great. I got to make rent this month anyway. So. And in fact, I, I'm not I, even going to make new music to this thing. We're just going <laughs> to jam it into our old hit. We I had one a, song. We're going to now have, put it to oh, Come a, All You Faithful. I have a question. What is a Twisted Sister? The name of a band? I know, but what is what is it referring to? It's a drink, I believe. It is? I think it became one. Okay. Well, there are lots it. of bands out there that don't mean anything. Why are you focusing on this? Because because we're talking about Twisted Sister. I know, but it would be like if we played a Bare Naked Ladies song, and you'd be like, where are the Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, I know what a Bare Naked Lady is. I just didn't know what a Twisted Sister was. It's a drop. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. What? Why are you asking the, what a, what by a the Twisted way, Sister is? The story of them coming up with the name is pretty funny. Is it? Their original singer, Michael O'Neill, came up with the name, although he doesn't remember doing so. According to J.J. <laughs> French, O'Neill called him from a bar, drunk, and said he had the perfect name, Twisted Sister. French loved it, but the next day O'Neill didn't remember any of the conversation. That's pretty funny. Why did he love it so much? I mean, where, where, where did it come from? He just told you where it came from. A drunken from. stupor. Yeah, it was some... Yeah, but, yeah, but it had to originate with something. Yeah, some guy had one too many and thought, you know what would be a cool <laughs> band name? Twisted Sister. What are you talking about? Probably overheard someone say, that's Twisted Sister, and then went with it. <laughs> I just wondered what a Twisted Sister was, that's all. I mean, I've got sisters, but none of them are twisted. I mean, do, do you say the same thing about other bands? What is a Deep Purple? Uh, no, because that's nonsensical. What is a Jefferson Airplane? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it blasted off to a starship. What is an Old Dominion? What is a Herman's Hermit? Old Dominion is a state. <laughs> and a Herman's Hermit, a hermit is just a hermit. But where does Herman Her- come in? Her- Herman was the leader of the band. What's the matter with you guys? What's the matter with you? <laughs> you don't, you don't know. <laughs> well, some of these things are plain, are evident, and others are, are just Why really would they twisted? put a gun and a rose together? <laughs> How does that make any sense? Why would you want guns and roses at the same time? <laughs> Jeez. You yeah, too. Question. Actually. What were they doing in the first place? <laughs> well, you too's a plane. You didn't get Austin's plane. joke there. Yeah, went over, went over the head. No. Well, I know what you too is. It's an airplane. You too. Why not me also? Why'd they go with you too? Because me also is not a plane. It's not a spy plane. Why Pearl Jam? Were they wearing pearls while they were practicing? <laughs> or were they making jam out of pearls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know those are all valid questions. Blink 182. Just like mine was. 311. Hmm. That's, 311. That's just a number. <laughs> 
Why that number? Why don't oh, you look funny. all this up? I'd be. It's a lot of stuff is kind of interesting. I would like to know. Why would I work? Oh <laughs> man, I've uh, always Googled. <laughs> not the case. <laughs> not the case at all. Actually, come on, no, guys. Uh, BYU. That's Mr. That's Mr. Know It All's job. <laughs> just to, to salvage a little sports uh, productiveness in this segment, uh, BYU loses today to USC. Gordon, seventy-nine Crushed. to fifty-three. Yeah, it was. Couldn't uh, shoot straight, man. It was not close. And Could is is this going to be straight. one of those where the three another BYU season where if the three ball goes down, they're they're in good shape. But if it doesn't, they're toast. Well, that was the case today. Let's see. What did they shoot from three today? They were seven of thirty for twenty-three <laughs> percent. That's a bit of a problem. Barcelo was three of. Oh no, he was two of five, three eleven total from the floor. Um, yeah, not uh, not good. Matt. I mean, what ha- what happens when uh, when you shoot those threes and miss them? Then obviously the other team is off and running. So let's see. Everybody's kind of got their eye on uh, on Matt Harms today. He was five of thirteen, one of four from three, at uh, eleven points and six boards. I I think he's going to be pretty good, but uh, today not <laughs> not so much. Yeah, they got off to a real slow start. No harms, no foul. Oh, how many times are we going to have to endure that joke? A lot. Yeah, that's going to happen. But but I was, I don't know. I was kind of getting. Uh, hearing some things from some BYU folks down there, they thought that team might come together pretty well, but uh, certainly was not the case today. Well, the good news about college basketball is you've got a, a long time to get it together, and early losses don't matter much. And then, if you have a good record, you don't get uh, you don't get shut out on on account of politics. Well, sure you do. No, you can, you can get into the 64-team field. What if you're uh, Damian Lillard's Weber State Wildcats? They had a good record. Yeah, but not good enough because in that league you got to win it. Right, but that's political because other leagues don't get uh, don't have just one bid. Yeah, but at least there's someone from the league that's being represented in college football. Not the case. It's the same teams all the time. I thought I read somewhere that like 12 teams – in the last over 20 years, like it's been the same 12 teams that have been involved in the in the uh, the championship. Don't know if that's accurate or not, but uh, it's it's uh, it's the same teams. Well, the same teams no. pretty much win it in college basketball too. Mm, yeah, I don't know, but at least everyone has an opportunity. Kind of. Everybody who's got a good team, got a good record, except and, for the Weber State Wildcats. And why? Well, do you... they lost to Montana that year, right? So they didn't get in. <laughs> Still a good team with a good record. And someone here goes with all four number one seeds Every quite often, every single time. That's even right. though they all have a fair uh, shot. Not true. I think I had uh, two number ones and two number twos. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Once. Whoa. Whoa. Rolling easy. it. Easy. Jeez. <laughs> What's the matter with that? My goodness. Jimmy look, the Greek I over just, here. Oh no, gosh. this is what I do. I identify the, the, the programs who cheat and pay the most for the best players, and then I pick them to win it. I just love yeah. it that we accused you of having all four number one seeds. You go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Hey, 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 guys. It was two number ones and two number twos. <laughs> That's what's so funny about the whole NCAA tournament. I like the fact that there's so much opportunity there, but 
there's also so much cheating going on that uh, the teams that are glorified, the programs that are glorified, are usually cheating. That's just the way it is. Hey, 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 I didn't pick Duke last year. I picked Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, All that's right. why I do a lot I had better Michigan in these. State. <laughs> that's, that's why I do much better in these things than you guys do, because I picked the better oh, team. man. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Not Sports Report coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. This one goes out to Jessica, who wanted a little Bruce Springsteen on a Total Request Tuesday. Rock covers of Christmas music. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory shop online. LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going to L.A. Because I love L.A. Well, this is one of those stories, uh, Jake, that you're going to find uh, kind of ridiculous. No oh, good. But a woman by the name of Sheila Kuehl, it's K-U-E-H-L. How would you pronounce that? Kuehl? Sure. Kuehl. Well, she's one of a group of five uh, supervisors on the L.A. County uh, board that governs uh, the county. And uh, she, a week ago, was... Uh, on a high horse campaigning that outdoor dining be eliminated or, uh, you know, against the rules in L.A. County. She called it a most dangerous situation with regard to the possible spread of COVID. And so she voted, along with uh, the Board of Supervisors and others, to ban outdoor dining in L.A. County. 31,000 restaurants. And the decision took effect uh, last Wednesday. So what did she do to celebrate the victory? She went to a restaurant, Il Forno Trattoria, an Italian restaurant in Santa Monica to eat. Right after her press conference? Right right after Uh the vote was taken. I love LA. I I, uh, I heard this story actually. So that that strikes me as being a little strange. Well, it's happened to a lot of California politicians actually. Um. Also, did you see that uh, the uh, do you see the reports that are out there that the monolith in uh, down in southern Utah has been disassembled and taken away, and that a person who went to the monolith to check it out to see what was going on. I think they were camping nearby. They watched as four people uh, walked up and and pushed it over and disassembled it and carried it off in in a wheelbarrow. Yeah, apparently that uh, alien metal alloy really sucks. (laughs) 
four four bozos in the middle of the desert could take it down and disassemble it. And then Austin, what did they see, say as they were leaving? Leave no trace. That's what they yelled at the guy taking their picture. Yeah, because that's it, the law, right? Yeah, that's it, the right thing that's to do. The right, leave no trace. That's that's the law for camping on uh, BLM land. The problem is the that's a, there's a permanent scar in the ground there now, but yeah, whatever. So, uh, I I guess for whatever reason, this story has really captured the imagination, not just here locally, but across the country. I mean, all news outlets have uh, reported on it. I saw the report in the New York Times. And I'm just wondering the why. The failing New York Times. Why has this become such a big deal? I mean, I had it on the Not Sports Report weeks ago, and uh, I thought that would be the end of it. But apparently it has just lived on and on. And one showed up in Romania, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's all just going to be an elaborate uh, commercial for some movie coming out next summer. Agreed. And I mean, what what do you think? What, I mean, yeah, but what a movie? Why? That's what they did with the clowns and and the knives yeah. everywhere that were showing up. It was for the movie It that came out. Yeah. Hmm. But everyone thought, oh. oh, there's attacker killer clowns everywhere. So what are they going to say about this? It's gonna be it's gonna be like Space Odyssey 2020 is gonna come out next summer or something. <laughs> yeah, because it resembled. What was in that movie? Exactly. How about right, how about well, it's just a bunch of people who wanted to make national headlines with some sort of stupid statue in the middle of the desert? I like that they had it. They put in a wheelbarrow and rolled it right. Away. Disassembled it, no problem. Uh, put it in a wheelbarrow well, and bounced. Why would you? I mean, okay, just help me understand why you would do something like that. Because the these throngs of people that you're talking about were doing serious damage to the ecosystem that was surrounding that thing. And cocaine isn't cheap. And that's true. I've got one other story, real quick. I just wanted to run this by you and just get your reaction. Apparently, a baby has been born from a 27 year old frozen embryo. I think the the mother was like one year old when 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 it was originally frozen. Beautiful baby, beautiful baby. But wow, that's kind of trippy, isn't it? Trippy. I mean, I guess I'm I'm, I'm happy for science. It says that the baby is. I think it says in here that she's perfect. So that's I guess it all's well that ends well, right? Indeed. Let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend Alema. From, uh, he, of course, you hear Alema Football Fridays and on the Jazz Television broadcast. But joining the show today on beha- behalf of TridayTrading.com, uh, Alema, uh, you know how to transition before. to you here. Alema, oh, yeah. Alema I just wondered. Alema. About, about yeah, go ahead. Well, let me, where were you 27 years ago? 27 years ago. So you have to do the math and go backwards and different things. I think that so I was that 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 was halfway through my current life then at uh, twenty seven <laughs> years ago, and um, I think I was still trying to figure it out, and so I don't know that I made a whole lot of progress there. <laughs> I would have been what ninety three, I guess. So. Yeah, well, I can't do all of that math. I can cut my 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 age in half and figure <laughs> out that that's you know twenty seven years ago. Well, but before before we, we know what you're doing to, now, you're doing uh, try day trading. Well, I, I gotta I gotta stop the the show for a second because 
when we talk about things that are impactful and meaningful and, and scientific breakthroughs and things like that, I, I feel like we have to stop for a second and really acknowledge it. And uh, I don't know if you guys are big fans of Ancient Aliens, and it's a show that I watch consistently. I've watched every episode of every season since it first came out. Still do. I, I'll watch only show that I watch repeats of. And I guarantee you that George Sokolis will come up with the reason why that thing was out there in the middle of Utah. And, and, and it's not going to be Austin, you skeptic. It's not going to be because of some movie. It's going to because, be because some ancient aliens are leaving a sign for us for us to get through the next, like, millennium. It's going to be that important. And you're, you're chalking it up to a movie I'm disgusted with, it's, with that. It's going to be a commercial for ancient aliens is what it's going to be. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. Ancient I'll, aliens, I'll, I'll, the movie. I have a question. Ooh, you, know those, that. you know those giant uh, designs that are like in Peru yeah. or wherever they are? The they, new crop you, circles. You, you can only see them from space. Right. So what in the world was going on there, my friend? Well, this is a whole a whole other level. And, and you don't have security clearance for this, Gordon. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> but right, you do have security one. clearance for this. See how I transitioned to FridayTrading.com? Nice. Security clearance is available for everybody for a simple $10. You can get 30 days of security clearance and get access to the information that you're looking for because there's a lot of people trying to figure out what the next step is as they're looking towards the new millennium. And for me, this has been a big part of it. And it started off with a question whether or not the, you know, the things I was hearing were real. Were guys really doing this? Could you really make money and, and improve, increase your income? Could you replace your current income by just you know, working two days a week, five, you know, or two hours a day, five days a week? And the answer is yes. And I have coaches that are that are doing this right now, and, that work with me, and I see their success. And I'm on my I'm on the path. Me and Scotty G, we are on our path to early retirement. I'm telling you right now. So if you have questions, here's a great deal going on right now. The ten dollar uh, thirty day trial right now is available, and you'll get access to the uh, to the software and and access to to coaches that can give you information on the things that you need to know about the program every question that you have can be answered and you'll jump in on our live webinars i jump on on the webinars along uh, with hans olson and, and and we get an opportunity to interact with some of the people that have questions but here's the cool thing right now it's the holiday season we just started here in december and right now your ten dollar uh trial fee will actually go to sub for santa so you're doing some nice things. And there's a couple of things you can do. You can give it as a gift to yourself. You can give it as a gift to somebody else in your family. Uh, give them the gift, of, uh, give them the gift of, of having a future, you know, being able to be in control of their financial future. And you can get more information for that at trydaytrading.com. That's trydaytrading.com. Thanks, Alemi. You're the best. Thanks, guys. There's our friend Alema Harrington from TryDayTrading.com. Of course, catch Alema on Football Fridays uh, with uh, Coach Ron McBride each and every Friday. This Friday being at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the Warehouse. Bowler joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.